previously on Every Which Way. Harvester. So you hear of a person that sounds very hurt, except they're running around and attacking people. And on one of those belts that the cheese would run down, you see what you assumed was human based on the cop's description, but the flesh, it, it all has moved and the bones have formed in a way that, that there are bones wrapped around the creature's face and out out of it is protruding a horn and it almost resembles a rhino in its in its head shape you stab into its neck and you see the creature's hooves go limp and it just falls to the ground ian falls into a building you see again another anthropomorphic humanoid creature this time it's got paws with these razor sharp claws and and it's got rows of like incredibly sharp teeth i want to examine to see if i can find whatever bulb that i've been told to look for i'm gonna try and cut it out where the flesh and bones start moving and shifting again just like it did at the time before but this time things are different and this is a person again and it's this slimy bipedal creature that its right arm is this long stump, basically, with these bony protrusions that look like studs of a club. And its left arm is this thin, long hand that extends far beyond what it should, with long fingers and razor-sharp claws at the end of them. And it turns to look at your car, and you just see its face is this smooth thing with skin stretched barely over the flesh beneath it. And you can see that its eye sockets, there's a bunch of like skin missing around its eye sockets as it stares at you with these large eyes. And welcome to Every Which Way Episode 3. I'm Aiden, and I'll be your keeper today. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Ian. Ian's a natural redhead, but dyes his hair black. Hi, I'm Noah. I play Max. Max once had a dream about being abducted by aliens and switching all the bones in his left hand with all the bones in his right hand, and is still convinced to this day that it was real. So does that mean the hands look different because... No, no, like because if you like take all the bones and like separate them, they like... Because it's just the the way the bone's like pointing, it's technically the same. It's mostly all like the tendons and like, you know, like skin that's like shaping the way the hand goes. So really, if you mirror, like if you like flipped it around, like literally, it'll just be the same bone. At least that's what Max thinks. Poor good Max. save. Good save. <laughs> yeah, good save. Because <laughs> I don't think that's true. I can't believe that in my head. Hello, my name is Jared and I play Harvester on the podcast. And for a fun fact, Harvester wears... Size 10 shoes. 
Wow. Very fun. What kinds of shoes does he wear? Converse. <laughs> no, he does not. That's <laughs> the first thing I thought of. He, um, Skechers. So, last week, the monster attacked all three of you at the same time, and Sophie. And Harvester, Sophie, and Ian went back to Harvester's little base. And Max went to go take the injured civilian to a hospital. We're going to be opening up with Max. You drive to the hospital, and what do you do? Okay, so first I uh, put my gun away in the van so I don't accidentally walk in with a loaded gun into a hospital. And then he goes back to where the injured person is and sees if they're still alive. You you reach down and you check their pulse and you can tell that they're still breathing, although it's a pretty shallow breathing. Okay, I'm going to hoist them up onto my shoulder and uh, run them into the hospital. I don't think you have to roll for that. I think you just do it. Right, so, cool. yeah, you run into the hospital and the, you know, as you get in, you see the front desk and everyone's just sitting waiting. It's a pretty, like, calm night. And then as you come in, uh, people start looking at you and just their eyes get wide. And, you know, one of the uh, guys at the front desk just goes, what, what, what happened? Help, please. My uncle, he got hit by a stray bullet. What? Uh, we were just walking and we were walking it down the alley and he got hit. <laughs> your lie is your lie is that your uncle got hit by a stray bullet yeah we don't know where it came from we're just walking roll manipulate someone which is <laughs> plus charm unless you use crazy eyes which i believe makes it so you can roll plus weird or not crazy eyes one of your things is so you can roll plus weird isn't it let me double check i th- think that might just be for like like I, when you're acting crazy when i'm acting crazy and like trying to be like unnoticed or like seen as like not a threat which i guess would kind of be the same as convincing someone that you're telling the truth sort of yeah it's like when you act all crazy to avoid something i don't know if that fits here do you think it does are you trying to sell this as the truth or are you trying to sell this as a crazy man just walked in and said he got hit by a stray bullet well if i answer that truthfully i'm trying to Say it off as the as though it was the truth. Then real charm. Yeah. All right. Is Max not very charming? Uh, not very charming. I'm shocked. <laughs> Fuck. Three. So they look at you, look down at the person, and go stray bullet. Okay. 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 I'll, we're gonna help him, and then you and me are gonna have a long talk. And so, uh, they push a button on the like phone that's at the desk. And they say, you need to get out here immediately. And a couple of doctors start rushing out with a stretcher and they put him on it and they rush him back into the emergency room and they start taking care of him. And the guy pulls out a chair and just like puts it down on the side of the room and says, you need to sit down and you need to tell me what happened. Okay. So we were walking down the alley. We were trying to get home. We just got back from lunch. It was a late lunch. And all of a sudden I just hear a loud bang and I just look over and he's just He's just covered in blood. The person checks their watch and says, late lunch at 11.30 p.m. Time really got away from us. <laughs> Time got away from you, and then a bullet got a little too close? Yes. What? I don't see how those, those two things are connected. Yeah. If they're not. It's just all stupid. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know where the bullet came from. I just heard a noise, and then he's just bleeding all over the place. Did you shoot this man? No. You understand I'm going to have to call the police, right? To investigate who shot him? Yeah, of course. Okay. And they walk away and they say, you better still sit right there. And okay. they call the police and they start saying, 
some you you hear some crazy man just came in saying his uncle got hit by a stray bullet. I I this dude sounds like a lunatic. I don't understand what he's talking about. They hang up the phone and say, "Okay, it'll be a couple of minutes. I just need you to sit right there and please do not move, sir. Are you sure that it was just a stray bullet at a late lunch that could be called a late dinner?" <laughs> I I don't know why you're going to the going into the particulars of the words I chose for we were grabbing food. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a stray bullet. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what word I would use to describe a bullet. I don't know where it came from. Mr. Mysterious bullet. I, I don't know. Are you the guy that's supposed to figure out where, what direction or whatever? I'm just supposed to hear your story and make sure that you're telling me the truth so he can get the best treatment. I'm just saying, I don't know where the bullet came from. I just was walking alongside him and then bam. Like, and then I'm here now. I, I, I just want to make sure he's okay. Like, can you please just like go check, check, make sure he's okay, please. Like there are doctors taking care of him. I'm, I am simply a receptionist. I'm here to let people in. I'm not going to be the one taking care of him. Okay. Just can you like, when, when, when they're like, can you just like, tell me like, like if there's anything wrong with him, like after they're like done taking the bullet out or I, I don't know. I just, I just want to make sure he's okay, you know? I will let you know if anything changes. Okay, thank you. And then the door swings open, and you see an officer walking in, and he goes, God damn it, Max, how many fucking times do we have to do this song and dance? And you recognize it as Sheriff Payne, <laughs> who you guys have had plenty of run-ins in the many years you've been in Which Way, Wisconsin. <laughs> Look... I don't know, like, things happen around me, you know, I just want to make sure that, like, the people I care about stay alive, you know, so I brought, I brought him here. So why, why, why is it that every time I get a call about a lunatic, I walk in and I see you? Well, that's because people don't understand me. <laughs> I am certainly with those people. I just don't get it. Look, okay. Lunacy aside, have I ever done anything like to actively intentionally hurt someone before? I mean, I can't say you have, but exactly. So why why would I start now? Like, come on, like please, just like I just want to make sure this guy's okay. I'm not saying you intentionally hurt him, but I but I I I think a stray bullet in an alley is a little bit of a weird story, and I would like to hear you tell me it truthfully. I don't know how more truthful I can get. I was walking, I, I guess, adjacent to an alley. Like, what? I, well, I don't know what you want from me. So now it's adjacent to the alley. See, because the story keeps changing. I don't think it does. This is pretty much the same story. Listen, it's buddy. like a T-shaped alley, I guess. You emphasize to in the alley, same thing. You emphasize the fact that you have never intentionally hurt someone. Yes. Did you unintentionally hurt someone today? No, I did not. I did not hurt anyone today. All right, Max, I've known you for a long time. Mm -hmm. We obviously have to investigate this. Okay. As long as you stick around town, I'm not going to be arresting you tonight. I believe that you're a good kid at heart, but you're just so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm with you there, man. So stick around town while we investigate this whole fucking bullshit. Okay. And, I mean, I don't have anywhere to go outside of town. Okay, good. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go talk to the doctors. Okay, can can you let me know how he's doing, please? Someone will give you a call. I promise. Okay. 
do you have a phone? Uh, yeah. Perfect. I'm going to get your number. Cool. And I'll be the one to personally give you a call. Awesome. And if I find out that any of what you said wasn't the truth. Okay. I'll be paying you a visit. All right. And he starts walking over to the doctors and he just shouts back. Now get the fuck out of here, Max. Okay. And I just like awkwardly walk over, like accidentally knock over the chair, run out of the hospital. As you look back, you see him just shaking his head when you knock over the chair and he's just grabbing his forehead. Like (laughs) what the fuck? I uh, go back to my van. Like, God damn it. I got to clean more flat out of my van. Fucking kidding me. I say this to myself, by the way, not loud enough. Okay. Uh, before I, uh, get back to my little parking space where I normally, I guess I would be going to Harvester, right? Did they tell me where they went? Did you, did you tell Max? I imagine Sophie did. If we didn't do it last session, if we didn't do it last session, Sophie has texted directions. Perfect. All right. So on my way there, I pick up like a bunch of bleach at the store because, you know, this man's prepared. Um, pick up some chips and snacks before you come over. <laughs> I pick up bleach chips and snacks. <laughs> the the owner of the store just goes, hmm, weird collection of things. Uh, Max doesn't really acknowledge the thing he said. Just kind of um, darting eyes, picks up the things. Pays okay, that makes it so much worse. No, not the you darting just eyes. passed it as not a house cleaning thing. Eyes. I was joking, joking. Bleach um, isn't that weird. Yeah. Unless you're buying a lot of bleach. Probably not a lot. Just like, you know, like... A van cleaning amount of bleach. A van cleaning amount of bleach, yes. That's fine. Yeah, so I get the bleach, get the little snacks, I try get in my little van, and I drive to the Sophie Harvester house. All right, so while they were at the hospital, Ian and Harvester... You guys were alone in the house where you hate each other. What was happening? I was like, I don't know what you are, but once I figure it out, I will figure out how to kill you. Yeah, that was the last thing that you said. So are we picking up like a conversation that happened or after that? Like we're still. Yeah. Okay. Unless you guys are just sitting in complete silence until. Well, Max I think in. that would be funny because I think Ian is just kind of in the corner, just like picking at his like nails okay. and just trying not to make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And I also imagine that I am scouring through books right now of monsters and things that might exist and that we've seen before trying to find out what whatever we saw was. So, yeah, I was going to say, if I'm, what would that count as investigating a mystery? I'm going to count it as that. Okay, word. I was just about to say, why don't you roll investigate a mystery? I got an eight. Okay, plus you're sharp. Yeah, it's nine. I got a nine. Nine. Okay. On a seven to nine, you hold one, which means you get to ask one question from the investigate a mystery list. Word. What sort of creature is it? Because I imagine I just learn a little bit more. You find a, a book about myths and fables, and in one of them you find a story about a creature that they describe in the story as a giant that can change other creatures. And the giant they talk about is one that is sentient. And the way they talk about it, it sounds like this arrogant creature who thinks it's better than everyone else and turns human. It uses hum, humans like toys almost. Mm-hmm. And so it turns them into animals like they're pets of its. Uh-huh. And in the myth, the way they tried to stop it was they when they were trying to stop it, they found that it was easy to take advantage of its arrogance to trap it. I actually wrote that down and I underlined it. Once you're done writing your notes, Max arrives. Wow, it's like it's like I'm actually <laughs> it's like I'm actually harvester. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like me and Harvest were both writing notes about what we just read. It's crazy. Yeah. You feel like you're part of the game. I, I'm in the game right now. Okay, so you arrive. Just And just like uh, Max, Noah is not taking notes at all, ever. Uh, hey, guys. We may have an issue. Issue like what? Yeah, so remember how I brought that guy to the hospital? Yeah. So they are kind of, you know, concerned, considering, you know, bullet hole. And what did you tell them? I told them that I was walking alongside this man, and he got hit by a straight bullet. I may have also tried to pass him off as an uncle, so they weren't wondering why a random person was bringing a stranger to the hospital. Did he at least look a little bit like you? Uh, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell. His face was covered in blood. He okay. did not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have married into the family. Yeah. So, uh, Sheriff uh, Payne. Sheriff? Yeah, awkward story. People don't really like me around here and call uh, the police a lot. So Sheriff Payne kind of knows me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Does the police know where you live? Can they find you? Pro- I mean, they know the van I live in, so probably. Do they have any way to contact you? Did I, did I give him my phone number? Oh, right. I mean, unless you didn't, but then that would have made that scene play out differently because he said, I'm going to get your phone number down. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, he kind of does know my phone number. I could have given him a fake number. He would have never known. Did you give him a fake number? Noah is now rolling to see if he gave him a fake number. <laughs> yes. How are we supposed to know if the guy's okay? Shit! <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> so did you give him the fake number? No. Yeah, so I don't really know what we're going to do about that. Because, like, when they call and, like, tell me how the guy is, I feel like they're also going to ask me more questions. Uh, so I'm probably going to, you know, either get rid of my gun or, like, I'm, I'm going to get rid of the, like, fingerprints on the gun first because I kind of forgot to... You know, wear a glove in case this man was investigated. Because, like, it, at the moment, I was kind of just considering that it was going to be a dead person, like the last one. So I kind of forgot to consider the fact that if we just left a dead person in this abandoned store and he got uh, eventually discovered, they would have found a bullet and then somehow found a way to trace it back to my gun, which should not have my fingerprints on it. Hey, hey. Hey, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, but the bridge probably is, like, rapidly, like, really rapidly approaching. It's moving towards us, the bridge. Yeah. Like I said, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's nothing that Sophie and I can't handle. But we need to talk about this gigantic monster. What was the last thing you guys remember or something that pointed out to you guys? Last thing I remember from like the monster or like just last thing in general? I, <laughs> last thing I remember from that. <laughs> the last thing I remember is telling you about the bridge. <laughs> uh, Harvester takes his gun that he just cleaned and rubs it against his temple. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> In utter frustration. The monster was like, you know, pretty big. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it like giant, but like it didn't have like like glowing eyes or something and had a bunch of those like weird like parasite buds all over it that like we've been finding on these people. Well, it also had like that big one on the front of it and it seemed pretty shocked when we actually hurt him there that's probably a thing we can try again so in my research i just found out that apparently back in the day there were these these things that were like giants that people thought they were and apparently they would turn people into monsters animals and they like 
the, the thing were treated as pets. It was pretty weird, but it's apparently very arrogant. But it would just prey on people and then transform them into other animals. I think. So she's got be, an attitude. I if if are you going to classify it as a she? I don't know. She's got an attitude. She's got an attitude. <laughs> All right. If you're going to call it a she, what do you want to name it? This is always the best part of hunting. Ooh, Snoopy. <laughs> Snoopy. I'm not going to call it Snoopy. <clears throat> Sorry. Snoopy? <laughs> it does snoop. I guess so. I don't really got any objections. I don't have any better name ideas. Well, does Harvester have any better name ideas? <sighs> Harvester once again rubs his gun against his temple <laughs> and says, sad we know. Yay! The Snoopies! So, narrator question. Are the Snoopies the things that the creature that the creates or is the snoopy the big creature the snoopy is the big one the the ones he makes are snoopies or snoops snoops <laughs> what's the bird's name I, I was gonna max was gonna i was gonna have max joke about oh, woodstock yes that's a weird name so woodstocks and snoopy <laughs> <laughs> so woodstock is big bird woodstocks would be the little ones i think yeah. okay woodstocks are the little woodstocks. ones snoopy is big bird Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, and you're at my house. Did you all tell me what you've seen? Y- yeah. As far as I know, that's all I got. You guys didn't see any uh, like physical characteristics, anything like that? No claws, sharp claws, beaks, anything? One of its hands was kind of claw-like. I kind of forget what the other hand was like, though. I feel like I should move my van away from this house. I was actually going to say that to you, because I'm. we're trying to stay as low as possible. We don't need any more heat coming to us. Yeah, so I feel like in a bit, I'll probably drive back to where I normally park at night and then, like, clean my van. Also, how long have you known this officer whatever? I've kind of known him around five years, maybe a little longer. And does he know how to find you when he wants to find you? If I want to avoid suspicion, yes, because, like, I'm pretty much always in the same spots. As long as he doesn't come here, I'm, I'm, that's a lie, because I really do want both of you gone as soon as possible. But as long as he doesn't come here, I'm satisfied. I'm sure I'll find a way out of, out of this. Because it's not like, like it's technically self-defense. <laughs> kind of. Uh, I'm going to go do that in a bit. Clean the clean the van. Is there anything else you could remember, Ian? There are certain parts of the ones that turn, the people that are turned that are hard to puncture. Mm-hmm. So we should try and find places where it's not bony. To puncture next time. Gotcha. That's fair. What time is it? Like in the story, what time is it right now? Probably like midnight. Ooh, midnight? Okay, midnight works. I have a bit of a lead. I'm going to check the internet to see if I can uh, get anything more specific on what we could possibly be dealing with. Because some of these books are just too old for anything. But I am going to be leaving soon. Because I saw the monster go back into the the woods over by the lake. So I want to see if there's anything worth checking out over there. If I leave you guys... In this house, are you going to be okay? I mean, yeah, just a house. I mean, I'm probably going to leave in a minute anyways to go park my van at the normal spot. And if, like, you want, I could probably walk back. Move your car as soon as possible. If anything goes down, call Sophie. You got me? Yeah. Perfect. Now, uh, might be a little weird. Give me your gun. Okay, here you go. I'm going to put this gun inside of this safe I have over here, okay? This is the key to the safe. Lock it. And then 
put it in this cupboard. So if anyone comes inside, nothing is going to seem off, okay? Can we order a pizza? I don't care what you do. Just don't mess up my house. Don't touch my things, okay? If I get back here, it better be as I left it. What if I need a cup of water to drink? <laughs> there's, there's water in the fridge. Like plastic water bottles? Sure. Where sure. do you keep your recyclables? <laughs> Ian's a very respectful house guest. I'd like to imagine that Harvester at this point is getting more frustrated with all these dumb questions. So Harvester is going to say, I don't care. Keep my house nice and clean. If anything happens, call Sophie. Okay. Didn't you say it was messy with books everywhere? It's it's a controlled clutter. Okay. Okay. So no new clutter. Like I know where everything is. Yeah. It's it's one of those. So anyway, I'm going to the lake. You guys stay here. Anything happens, call Sophie. Okay. All right, Ian. I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go drop my van off at its usual spot and uh, do some uh, cleaning because that guy really, really bleeds a lot. Okay. You do that. Please deep clean the van uh, so hard. Yeah, because I forgot last time with that. You know yeah, that you know that. last time. You know have happened last time, uh, uh, you old buffoon. Good old times. <laughs> Yesterday. What a day. Wait, no, that was earlier today. All right, I'm going to go do the van thing. Harvester comes back into the house and goes, because of your dumb questions, Ian, I forgot to check the internet for what I was going to check for. <laughs> do you need help using the internet? <laughs> I like to think that was a Jared forgot. <laughs> Can I investigate one more mystery? You're just trying to find out more about the monster from the internet? Just a little bit, yeah. How are you looking on the internet? Just Google search bar. You just Google search big monster? I'm just getting more specific as it goes, I guess. Like, big monster with sharp nails and giant... Like, what I just basically what I read from the thing... I mean, the Winchester brothers do it. What I read from the thing is what I'm going to put into the Google... I'm gonna. It's going to be a long Google search bar. Very specific. Who failed? Noah, Mark XP. I forgot to tell you that. Okay, roll another investigative mystery. I got a 10. You get two questions. Where does the monster usually stay? Or what would it call its home? It usually calls its home somewhere dark and and secluded. Most often in the wild, it'll be caves. Question. Can I hold my next question? I would think not because it's the internet. Okay. If it was like you're investigating it, you could hold it until you walk around the scene more. Yeah. But I don't know if that applies to specifically an internet search. All right. Then what is its main goal? I want you to know I'm expecting like spread. Yeah. Its end game is just to basically corrupt people. It, you kind of already have that answer because of the book. Like you I couldn't find, think of another thing. Yeah. You find out basically that it just its only goal really is just to kind of have fun. And the way it has fun is by making new like pets. I see. And then I text the info to Sophie. So I imagine that Sophie has all this info now. Okay. I, you know what? To keep it even, I want, I want to make it sure that as of right now, Sophie knows everything that I now know about the monster. Okay, perfect. Word. I guess I also tell you guys what I found. So now you know as much as I know about the monster. Do you text Sophie that you're going to the lake? I do. Yes, I do. I tell her that I'm going to the lake and I also text her that the Ian and Max are at our house still. Um, she, she texts back, why the fuck are they still at our house? they had nowhere else to go take them with you i don't want them there i want to uh, sleep hey guys <laughs> we're having this little bureaucratical dispute i think it's bureaucratic, bureaucratic you get a little dispute. text message from sophie <laughs> that says that we're having a little bureaucratic dispute and now you both have to go with me to the woods okay 
Can I bring a bottle of water with me? Yes, bring a bottle of water with you. Do you want one, Max? Do you want a bottle of water? Max nods yes. <laughs> and Ian is says, okay. <laughs> I I feel like I should still drop my van off at the correct spot. Or do you think I should do that after the woods? I feel like if someone's tailing me, going to the woods immediately after going to a house I've never been to before is going to look real bad for the investigation. Good Lord, move your van right now. And also, when you get in the car, I'll have your gun for you. Okay, I mean, like I was about to go, but then you were like, hey, guys, you have to come with me. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it now. Bye. Yeah, just move it before we go. Okay, Max, you move the van. Are you trying to clean it, too? Yeah, once I get to the spot, my normal spot, I'm going to uh, clean it and also write down the things that Jared fucking Harvester told me and like put them on my uh, cork board after taking off what was there before. Does Harvester wait that long for him to clean it? Well, I was going to meet them there. I, I, I expected them to leave without me. Oh, I see as well. Because you are taking a long time, Harvester doesn't know that max is meeting them there harvester just drives off with ian and it's a very awkward car ride is there a single word spoken between the two of you i hope not you know there's many benefits to recycling (laughs) i thought you'd be like let me talk to you about our lord and savior (laughs) i still have your gun just so you know you said that we it went into the edge of the woods right yep it was going towards the woods when you last saw it nice i do that well i go there specifically there Okay. You. Yep. Woods on the edge of the lake. And so I picture you pull up to kind of a parking spot, uh, like a little parking area for people that like to go hiking in those woods. And, and you pull off there and you don't see anything right now. I give. Ooh, I, I open one of the secret compartments in my car. Okay. And then I give Ian a walkie talkie. Ooh. Okay. And I tell you, wait here for Max. I'm going to go a little bit ahead. I'll try and clear the way. I'll find out. If I can find anything in general, but right now, just stay safe and please do not get in my way. Maybe we'll meet up later on. You're right in front of me, but I still take the walkie talkie and I go, sir, yes, sir. Over. (laughs) Oh, God, that's so good. Please don't do that. Not a toy. (laughs) I was just about to say that again. And then I put the walkie talkie (laughs) down. All right. Now I have a sniper rifle, a shotgun and a knife, right? Yep. I'll take my I'll put my sniper rifle on my back. Okay. And then I will also bring my shotgun. And you said this was a sh- sawed-off shotgun. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I have my sawed-off shot. Actually, yeah, I'll bring my I'll leave my knife. Actually, I'll give my knife to uh to to to, to Ian. Two knives. Yeah, you have two knives right now. Because it's dangerous out here. Mm-hmm. And I don't need you guys getting hurt on my watch. Yes, sir. So anyway, I give you one of my knives and I leave with my sniper rifle on my back and a uh shotgun. I don't know where to go. I got to think about where I want to go, what I want to do. Because did I watch the monster walk into the lake or did no. it just walk into the woods? It just walked into those woods. Okay. And then you guys left. I will go off towards woods and I will explore. Okay. So you head off into the woods and you know that you parked a little bit of ways from where it actually entered the woods. So you start going towards the direction of where it entered the woods. Uh-huh. And as you approach that area, you start to see those large footprints that I think you were kind of expecting. <gasps> I see the large footprints I'm expecting, right? Yep. I still have, what's your name? I still have Max's bulb, right? The bulb? I have Max's bulb. Yes. No longer, yes. Yes. I was, okay, nice. I have Max's bulb. If my big brain is big braining correctly, and this works the way I want it to, then I'm going to follow this bulb and see if it gets brighter as it goes 
as I get closer. I'm playing hot and cold right now. That is my plan. That's so cool. I'm going to do it. Word. I'm now playing hot and cold with this bulb. So you start playing hot and cold with the bulb. And as it gets brighter and brighter, you realize like you are getting closer to the to wherever this creature is, wherever this creature is, is laying. What is your plan here? My plan is to just observe right now chronicle because i don't plan on fighting it right now i just want to learn a weakness like a a straight point on weakness yep that's my plan so you approach no i don't um i walkie talkie ian to let you know where i am and what's happening sir yes sir over word i'd also like to give you good directions on where i am and how i got here okay oh do you still actually do you still have your bulb the one you took off the wolf or no I think that it's in a little sandwich baggie in his pocket. Okay. <laughs> then I walkie-talkie. Hello? I used the bulb that I had to track my way to the monster, and I think I've gotten pretty close. I think I'm right on top of it. In order to find me, go XYZ directions, because I don't know what directions to say. Yeah. And just make sure that your bulb's getting brighter as you go forwards. Do you want me to start heading over to where you are when Max comes or before Max comes? Uh, When Max comes. Okay. Got but it. unless I say anything, don't get too close. Okay. You got to say over. (laughs) So I know it's over. Over. You hear a grumble. (laughs) Over. Thank you. Over. (laughs) Okay. Harvester, as you start getting closer, you do see that there was a small entrance to a cave, obviously big enough for a human or a large, large human-sized creature to get through, but not, you know, big open mouth like the creature probably would have had to kind of crawl into this space Uh but you see an opening to a cave there and i'm going to cut over to ian for a second so you're just kind of standing are are you sitting in the car or are you standing by the car i'm in the passenger seat of the car all right you're sitting in the passenger seat of the car and you see a familiar faint glow coming from the right side coming from your right side as you look out the window from the woods and then when you turn left you see a second faint glow and they're both slowly approaching from the woods harvester <laughs> over because of where i am i turned my walkie-talkie down <laughs> smart but you heard it i i get yeah i do i do do you answer me no <laughs> harvester I, they're here they're over by the they're coming towards me you have to you have to come back over. I, I can't respond. Why? I'm, I'm in the cave. I don't know what's in here. But it's <laughs> not even like it's not even like I hear harvester. What I hear is like static. Okay. And I just turn it down. Okay. Max is not here. Not yet. Oh no. Ian is going to crawl very slowly into the back seat. Oh. My my car has concealed weapons in it. Are they concealed as in I wouldn't be able to see them? Yes. Right. Just start touching. I mean uh, I, I me personally I would just start touching stuff. You've seen me take con- <laughs> you've seen me take concealed things out of the car many times at this point. He did say he took his hidden weapon out earlier. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm going to read a bad situation. Roll 2d6 plus sharp. 8. So, on a 7 to 9, you hold 1. You can ask one of those questions. What's my best way out? Probably out the trunk. So that cuz okay. they're coming from the front of your car. Can I also, I'm not sure what exactly it would be, but try and search the car to see if I can find anything to defend myself with besides my knife. Like I'm looking for like a gun. 
Yeah, roll and act under pressure for me. Okay, that is cool. Nine. Okay, you push on, like, you just start touching random things in the car, and you push on this one spot, and it slightly comes out, and you can see a handgun resting inside of the, basically it's this side compartment on one of the doors, and you see a handgun resting in there, but because of how much this car is beaten up, you can't actually quite get the handgun out in the space so one of the features of seven to nine is the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome hard choice or price to pay i'm going to give you a hard choice you can try to wrench it free but in that time the creatures that are coming out of the woods will have time to catch up to the car or you can just start running i'm gonna try and wrench it out of there okay so you basically kind of put your foot against the door and just start pulling on it and with a snap that doesn't sound so great. That panel comes off and the handgun flies out and lands at your feet. Okay. And as you're doing that, you see these two, what once were humanoid creatures crawling out of the woods on their hands and legs. And they're very low to their ground. And you see that their heads have this long maw at the front that's made out of bone. And the spine is sticking out of their back straight through the skin in these spiky formations that go all the way down their back and then create a tail as well as their arms or legs are much shorter than they originally were. And the creature looks almost like a humanoid morphed into an anim- in, into an alligator. And there's two of them, one on each side. And now they're standing outside both doors and they jump on, on both side doors, the backseat side doors, and are like clawing at the doors. Would it be an investigative mystery if I wanted to know how fast they are? Or would... That wouldn't be an investigative mystery. So far, they've been moving slow, but when they jumped, it seemed like they could go much faster than they've been going so far. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and... Wait, is the gun loaded? Does it have ammo in it? Yes. Okay. I'm well, gonna... I guess I should ask Harvester, but I figure Harvester's guns would always be loaded. He's nodding yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to make my way to the back of the trunk. Um, and then, I mean, you, it's your car. It has a feature where you can open it from the inside the trunk, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to figure out where that is and try and open the trunk. Okay. You open the trunk, but as you're moving to the back of the car, you see that these alligator creatures are kind of clawing up the, the car as they move towards the trunk with you, but you open up the trunk and now they're, they're not quite right outside it yet. They haven't caught up to you. So you have a brief moment. Okay. I'm going to try and run like really, really fast. Um, okay. Why? Alligators are scary. <laughs> they, they don't move slow. Yeah. So you start running. Roll and act under pressure. Five. Mark experience. In a panic, you start running out and you jump out the trunk and you turn around and you see them rapidly catching up. But because you turned to look, you start stumbling a little bit. And when you do, one of the alligator creatures jumps towards you and hits you with its claws hits you with its claws uh and you take one harm because it just kind of slides past but you know that that was not the hardest that those guys can hit as the other one comes up too so because of the way that i am i do i suffer one harm less so you take zero harm so the way that that looks it it just heals like it just like the flesh just like Okay. Goes right back. You'd prefer it heals or would you prefer that it kind of goes through you? 
I think it just go whiffs right through it. I think it would be cool. Be cool. It ju- so the alligator jumps up to you, and that's good to know for me because then I can start describing it that way in the future. So yeah, the alligator jumps towards you, and it goes to claw you, and it just passes right through you and then stumbles and starts falling and rolling the other direction because it didn't realize it would do that. And so like it's trying to catch its footing. And as it catches its footing, you see the other one coming after you. Okay. I'm going to try and like, I'm running in there behind me. Yep. Well, one of them's now in front of you because it passed through you. Okay. So that one's on the ground for a minute. The other one's in pursuit. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and like turn my head over and like try and take a shot at what's behind me while I'm running, which is going to be hard, but I'm just trying to aim for like some, like a way to hit it to slow it down. Okay. You take a shot, roll, kick some ass. And while you're doing the roll, Max, you hear gunshots coming from the woods as you approach. Ah. I got an eight. You got an eight. So yeah. Okay. So on a seven plus, you both just inflict harm to each other. So you take a shot and you hit the creature in the shoulder. How much harm does a handgun do? Nine millimeters to harm. Okay. Uh, I, I think a standard handgun, nine millimeters. You take the shot and it catches it in, in one of the shoulders and it starts pushing back uh, for a second and takes two harm. And then it jumps at you and you take two harm. So it would do one harm. Okay. As you're trying to fine tune it passing through you and it, it like cuts you a little bit before it does. Max, you walk up and you see these two creatures and Ian in a, in a scrape right now. Ah. Are they both on all fours? They're both on all fours. They both look like the alligator, amorphous human things. Can I run and uh, dropkick one of them? (laughs) Uh, Can I ask a question, though? Did you ever get your gun back or no? No. I think Harvester still has it. Okay. So I've got to just uh, brawl in this one out. Uh, (laughs) I hope you got your brass knuckles. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So... You're running and drop kicking one of them. Is the attempt to hurt it or to what? To yeah, I'll, I'll hurt it. I'm gonna hurt it. Roll kick some ass. Okay, six. Is that plus your tough? Yes, because it's zero. You fail. Mark one XP, and you roll to drop kick it, and it turns. And starts to stand on its two legs enough to grab you in its arms as you're coming at it. And it just starts clawing at your legs as it slams you to the ground. And then it crawls on top of you. You take two harm and now you're pinned. Do I... Have I healed my harm from last time? No. Because that was like an hour ago in canon. So what happens when I get to this line of three harm? When you mark the next harm... You're considered unstable, which means you'll start taking extra harm just as time goes on. Like, essentially, you'd be bleeding out. Okay. Or you'd be concussed or something where you're, like, slowly, if you don't get treatment, going to die. Okay. I don't recommend taking more, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Man, Max Max has been failing a lot. Yes. You're going to level up real quick. (laughs) Probably before the end of this episode. I want to use magic, but I want it to make sense. I think it would make sense, especially for your character. I think your character, it's the most fitting. But honestly, for all three of you, I think it would work. We could explain it away. Max is like, you said pinned? Yes. Not looking good. So are they both just on him? Just one of them is on him. The other one is the one that started rolling away. So, but they're both like really close. 
Uh, no, one of them's like a decent way away okay. because Max tried to drop kick the one that was on the other side of so you. So like if I wanted to do an attack, like if there was a range, I would only be able to hurt one of them or... You could hurt either of them. It's just only one of them is close to Max. Okay. Yeah, I think Ian just sees the situation and sees that one of the creatures is pinning Max and just gets really, really, really upset and nervous and doesn't know what to do. And then I don't know how to do it. I, I, I think you're just really upset and nervous and all you like, and what you could think in your head is that you just wish it was hurt or gone or, or, or things like that. And then it's hurt. Okay. The thing about magic in this game is it's just basically willing things to happen. There are spells and incantations and things that you could use, but you could also just make it a thing that happens because of, your connection with magic and i'm fine with that okay yeah so i think i'm gonna kind of manifest that it's hurt and okay it hurts i guess yeah so roll um, roll plus weird because we'll we'll roll yeah. to see if it actually yeah, hurts. yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm so weird <laughs> eight uh okay so on a seven to nine which is i think my favorite outcome always it works imperfectly choose your effect and a glitch the keeper will decide what effect the glitch has so if you notice on the magic sheet, yep. there are a list of glitches and effects. Choose what effect you have. I'm assuming inflict harm. Yeah. And then there's glitches. Yeah. I think you pick the glitch and then I tell you how the glitch manifests. I take one harm. Okay. So all you can think is that you want it to be hurt and you see across its face this cut open up on its forehead and then you feel some blood dripping down your forehead as well. Okay. And so you take one harm and it takes one harm. And I think when that cut opens up, it it starts like it doesn't know what's happening. And so it just kind of rears back. And Max, you now have a moment to escape as you, Ian, you see the other one running towards you. Okay. So it would be your turn, Max, but there's okay. no real turn order. So it's reared, it reared back a little bit, but it's still on top of you. Okay. Is it like in like a moment of like, like shock almost. Yes, that's that this is your opening. Okay. So what what should I roll to like get out or would I be able to um Well, just tell me what you're doing and I will tell you what to roll. I don't want the question ever okay. really from you guys to be what should I roll? It okay. should be here's what I do and I'll figure the rest out. Okay. Uh can I put my brass knuckle on and uppercut it while it's like reared back? Yes, that's a kick some ass for sure. Hell yeah. I know I'm not great at kick some ass, but I just think this is what would happen. For this character. Okay. Seven. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Something. <laughs> okay. So normally on a seven plus, it inflicts harm to you as well. But this is the killing blow. As you punch it in the jaw as it's reared back, you see its jaw, its jaw cracks oh, no. from the brass knuckle and the creature just collapses next to you. Well... And then Ian, the other one is coming up straight towards you right now and you see it jump into the air. What are you doing? I'm going to take a shot at it. Okay. Roll kick some ass. Eight. And you have zero tough? Nope. Okay. Not tough at all. <laughs> so you take a shot at it and it gets hit right in the chest, but it keeps flying towards you as it gets hit and jumps on top of you now and it takes a bite out of your shoulder uh, with its big maw and you take two harm as well. Two harm... Minus one. Minus I forgot. One. Okay. You're you're uh, special. <laughs> Max is not. Mm -mm. <laughs> so he's just hurting. Yeah. 
my my legs are just covered in my own blood now instead of the other guy's blood. It's true. <laughs> where where did the hell these things come from? <laughs> it's still alive. Oh, the second one still alive. You're probably gonna want to shot. Okay, can I check to see if I can see the the bud on it? Yes, it's at the base of the tail. Okay. Can like its butthole? Like its butt? Well, no, but above. Can I jump and grab at it? <laughs> Pull it right out the butt. No, it's not. A, it's not in the butthole. Okay, roll. Act under pressure. Four. So, <laughs> mark XP. I swear this isn't intentional. <laughs> you jump and you try to grab at it, and you get onto it for a second. But in that time, it starts to panic and claws at Ian again. So Ian's going to take two harm, which obviously is one harm because of your... I'm just going to tell you the default. You just do the subtractions. So you take two harm. Okay. And you, and then it, it feels you on its back and starts rolling over. So it's not on top of Ian anymore, but you fly off of it as well. Okay. As long as I don't take any more harm. <laughs> not this time. This time just your friends take harm. Well, Aww. but, you know, at least we're both stable. I'm not stable. <laughs> oh. Oops. No, they just mean... Oh, oh, in the metaphorical sense. Okay. No, like like I have four or more, so I'm unstable. Are you for real? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I have four. Oops. Harm. That's so unfortunate. I did not know that. Oopsies. So am I in immediate danger? Is one, like, coming at me? It's right next to you. It's not coming at you necessarily, but it's, like, it's next to you because it just pinned you down a second ago and then rolled off you. I'm going to try to use magic to try and heal myself. Okay. So. Roll plus weird. And I think in this moment, you're also just thinking like, ouch. I keep rolling eights. Choose your effect and your glitch. So heal. And what's your glitch? I guess the effect is weakened. Would that just be none then? I guess we could say that it just makes you stable, but still at four harm. So you don't actually heal a harm, but you are stable now? Yeah, that For works. For effect is weakened? I think that's fair. That yeah. works. I just thought of a really funny way, because I know you said a moment ago that magic could make sense for each of us if we, if we just explain it right. I just had a really funny idea if Max sees Ian like do like magical things, and then Max is like, what the hell? I want to do that. Ah! <laughs> I was just thinking that Max could be like, I read this on my conspiracy website. <laughs> It's like I read about this secret, this secret technique where you can heal your wounds by rubbing grass in it or something. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, just like crazy Max conspiracies that tend to work for some reason. Just nonsense that would work for no one else for some reason. Yeah. So the creature is now getting up and it's looking at you, Max. You know, my instincts tell me one thing, and my brain's telling me another. I think I'm gonna go with the instincts, fellas. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the bulb again. All right. So roll act under pressure. One more time. I believe in myself. I will get this bulb. I got the bulb. I got seven. So you can get the bulb, but the spiky spine on its back will cut you on the way, like as you jump on top of it. Mm. Uh, So a big gash opens up on your leg that definitely does not look good. And you start bleeding pretty fast, but you... Are you trying to pull the bulb right out? Yeah. You pull the bulb out and the creature starts shifting in the horrible way that's become all too familiar to you guys mm. as you both fall down. Is it alive? Yes. But it's turning into a person again. Thank God. Ow. So you're at four harm and you are unstable. Uh, can I crawl over to the other one and pull the bulb out of that one? Yes. 
cool. And I imagine that one's dead. Yes. Uh, Which means nothing happens when you pull the bulb out. Oh, right. What should we do with these? <laughs> I'm just like, like on the ground, just like holding up the two bulbs. Wait, so they're, one's dead, one's, one's turning human. Turning human so yeah. neither of them are actively pursuing us. So Yes. <laughs> I have the sandwich bag with one of them in there already. So I just opened the bag and you put the other two in there. And now we have a little collection started. Hey, where's Harvester? He's in the fucking woods trying to look for what we just fought. Like the big one? Maybe the big one's in there. I don't know. But I haven't I heard from him. I think he was suicidal. Yeah, I, I think he thinks he's tougher than he is. To that, uh, we cut to Harvester getting his ass whooped. <laughs> no. Uh, so, Harvester, you're in the cave now? Yes. Okay, you walk into the cave and you see that it it's a pretty narrow thing for a little bit and then it bends and opens up into a much wider cave. Do you go deeper into that wider space? First of all, is there anything in here that I can see or is it just all walls right now? Right now it's just all walls and cave. All right, then I will go into the deeper hole rather slowly. All right, as you slowly go deeper into the hole, you see that it branches off into two directions, and in one of them, you see that bright yellow glow from before. Okay. I go down that one. Okay. So you... And go- this is like, it's a cave cave, right? Yeah. So it's not a cavern right now? Because I'm imagining like the ceiling being rather high. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was just a small opening to get in, and then it opened up quite a bit. Gotcha. So you go further down... And you see this this part, again, it's wider now, mm-hmm. and it almost opens up into this big circular space, where which is still rough, but looks like things have been carved out of it, um, very roughly carved out, almost like they were kind of like broken apart by something trying to make it different. Okay. And you see, so almost like the walls are smoother than the rest of the cave, and then you see like a little spot where something could sit yeah and then on the other side you see the creature laying on its back and and just like it has one hand on its stomach where you shot it and it looks like its eyes are closed is it just the monster by itself yes okay just the monster by itself inside of a cave do i oh no because i said there's no signal in here you established that yes i did you put that cannon into place yes i did what i'm going to do And there's literally nothing else in this cave right now, right? Right. Okay. Then what I'm going to do is get a decent distance away from it. Not like away, but like I'm going to get closer, but maybe a good 10, 15 feet away, right? Okay. So what I'm going to do first is aim at it with my shotgun. My sniper is, it's all geared up. We're ready to go. It's all, what do you mean? As in, I have, I have a system. I have a system mapped out, right? So I'm going to get his attention with my shotgun, and then I'm going to go over to my sniper rifle and shoot oh, it in the stomach. I see. So you have it like on a tripod, or not a tripod, a like a stand or a harness, whatever you want to call it, like a two. It's like a tripod, but two. Dipod. No. Uh, now you just sound dumb. Like a mount. Yes. And you're yes. gonna you're gonna run back to it after you shotgun it. Yes. Okay. I see. So you have that set up a little bit a ways down. Yeah. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to just shotgun in its direction to see what happens. And then once it stands up, I'm going to shoot it in the stomach. Okay. Roll and act under pressure. Hey, I got an eight. 
Okay. On a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Mm, what do I do with you? Are these going to be two separate actions or one action? It's going to be one action for the oh, setup and, okay. the f- and the firing. Okay. So, okay. Everything's set up. Okay. I take my first shot with the shotgun. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Every Which Way. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at eWitchWay. I wanted to thank my brother, Keenan Dyer, for putting the theme song together. And again, I wanted to thank the artist for doing the album art for season one. You can go follow her on Instagram at BlueJayTheHero. Uh, again, I just can't thank them enough. I've put a lot of work into this. So have Jared, Sam, and Noah. And without the artist and my brother doing the music... None of this would be possible either. So to all five of them, really, just thank you all so much because this is something I've been wanting to do forever and they've uh, all been such a big part of it. And I know for Jared, this was his first time really jumping into a campaign. Uh, For Noah, Noah and I have actually been playing for years together and we've talked about doing this for a million years. So this is a big jump for both of us. I know Noah's super stoked to be here too. So just again, and thank you all for listening because this wouldn't be possible without you guys. Again, sorry for the podcasting uh, audio issues. The space is improved, but these next couple episodes are still going to have some of these issues. Most of them I've been able to work out through editing, but you might hear a little bit of some gremlins in there that we didn't intend for. Very sorry about that, and hopefully soon we'll fix that. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Episodes will be coming out every Wednesday, and we will see you next week for more Monster Hunting.